all bad things. Tragedy. Tragedies, disasters. That's bad things. Trigger warning for everything possible. What? Hello. <laughs> I'm David. I'm Rachel. And this is All Bad Things. Yes, indeed. Reverse edition. Reverse edition. As if you couldn't figure that out. Yes. Already. And, <laughs> and not just reverse, There, this is a special edition. This is a special edition. Yes, this is the special... Abby did the research for us. Not only the research, but the writing. Yes. She wrote wrote a full-blown script. She did. Thank you very much. (laughs) And she specifically requested that it be a reverse bad thing. Yes. Which means she likes you better than she likes me. It's okay. I guess so. But uh, (laughs) she sent this to us probably, at this point, close to a month ago. Yeah, it's been at least a few weeks. But we had already had episodes 99, 100, 101, and 102 planned out. Mm -hmm, Because we just finished our... uh, Three-parter mm-hmm. on HIV and AIDS. So, yep, that was already planned out and everything. So, so yeah. So now we are now we are uh, back to what I promised that we would get to hers as yes. soon as we were done with those. Yes. So and, now we are doing that. And um, this is you said you've skimmed this, but it's more or less kind of a blind read, right? Pretty much. <laughs> okay, that'll like be I, fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I was gonna go ahead and do a little bit of my own research on this, but I was like, I decided kind of at the last second not to because. Okay. She did it. I, yeah. I trust that she did it well. Yeah. Um, I guess I was just going to kind of do a little bit on my own just... To familiarize were, yourself. Sort right. Of, yeah. But I think it'll kind of be more fun that uh, we know what this is, obviously, because I have it in my hand, but we... I've never heard of this. Me, I've I, heard of it. It's been on my list. Really? But um, okay. I've, I don't know the circumstances of it or, or the story behind it. Okay. And um, once again, follow us at... Oh, yes. All Bad Things Pod at... Insta, mm-hmm. Twitter, mm-hmm. and Facebook. Oh, yes, and our discussion group. I can oh, now yes. accept people. I think I mentioned that in, like, in the mini set or something. But something anyway, like that. Um, yes, so we now have lots of discussion going on, So, which is what should happen in a discussion yeah, group, Yeah, some good discussion, yes. Yes, Some exactly. good topics. Uh, people have sent in some, uh, uh, some info about other disasters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach, no, Zach sent that on Twitter today. What? The uh, explosion outside of Philadelphia. Oh my goodness, yes. The refinery or whatever refinery, it was. refinery, I believe so, yeah. Um, explode. T- today, this is Friday. The Friday before we release this. Um, Friday, June 21st. 21st, okay. Is, yeah, when we're recording this. Um, but yeah, Zach. <laughs> I don't remember my days anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm with you. Um, Zach shared a... Like a holy shit mm-hmm. video of to uh, be sure, yeah, of an oil refinery in Philadelphia exploding. And um, last I read, there was a few minor injuries, but no one had been killed, which is fantastic. That's yes, that's excellent. Yeah. Which, judging by the fireball that oh, was coming was out of the scary. sky, I don't know how nobody has been killed. Seriously, hopefully yeah. it stays that way. Yeah, yeah, because uh, we don't know the right now. Because I just looked at something about it a couple hours ago, and mm-hmm. they still don't know the extent of. Yeah, it's still a new one. Hi, baby. So maybe that's one we'll get to in a couple of years. Yeah, when, when uh-huh. things have all been settled. Um, I was just saying hi, baby. Too. We have uh, a new kitty in our midst for <laughs> yes. this recording. Uh, our uh, two-time 
guest star, Sarah, my sister, yes, is out of town, and we agreed to cat sit for her cat, cat. <laughs> he doesn't really have a name. Um, he's a <clears throat> cutie, though. I think I shared a picture on Facebook of him. Uh, but we're keeping him quarantined from Jesse and Demetrius. Jesse, and, and they're taking it so well. Demetrius is taking it fine. <laughs> Jesse Pinkman is being a raging asshole. Yes. And has decided to take his displeasure out on his brother, mm-hmm. who he knows, and has been hissing and batting at Demetrius because he can't get to cats. Mm-hmm. And, shitting cat on, is, and shitting on the floor. Well, but he normally does that, too. True. <laughs> um, but Cat has been quarantined in our spare room, but... Uh, he's just been so, so sad because we're not, he doesn't have anybody with him. No, no friends at all. So I thought we should have him in here quarantined in our bedroom while we're recording. So. And I, when you were out today, I really kind of forgot he was even here. Cause I was, I specifically I, asked I was you. busy playing Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. <laughs> and what were you Which, doing in Red Dead Redemption 2? Uh, I was hunting. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you were too busy pretend hunting mm-hmm. and killing animals. Than, Virtually, yes. Than to spend a few minutes petting a real one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> just, just clarifying. <laughs> um, so on, anyway, on that note, what are so you... So if what, you... Well, wait. No, if, so okay. if you hear a cat meow, it's actually our new, our new addition, temporary addition. Our temporary cat. Yes. Our house guest cat. Yes. <laughs> so he does have a very cute... Meow. Yes, he does. So what are you yes. drinking tonight? Um, I am drinking another Commonwealth. Mm. I've been on a Commonwealth kick. Um, That's out of Virginia Beach? Is yes. that we're there? Okay. This is cashmere, or it's cashmere, like you know how Led Zeppelin's song cashmere mm-hmm. is spelled. And M- then it's... M-I-R? K-A-S-H. K-A-S-H. I don't know why K-A is so hard to say. K-A. Well, because K-A. K-A. Yeah, it's hard. It's a cashmere, which which is spelled like you would think cashmere would be spelled. I, I, I don't know why it's called that, but double India Pale Ale. I'm not an IPA fan, certainly not a double IPA fan, but I am a Commonwealth fan. It's definitely an IPA. Do you want to try it? Oh, yeah. Um, it It's easier to drink the more you drink, especially considering it's a double. Yeah, that's definitely a double. It's, it's, it's got a, yeah. I know. It gets better as you go. What are you drinking? I am having the Left Hand Brewing Company, which is out of uh, Colorado. 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 I was going to say Virginia again. <laughs> um, I am having Left Hand Brewing Company's Pixen Pepper Porter, and it is very delicious if it, you want to try it. Yes, it has uh, notes of dried cherry and plum with subtle smoke, roasty malt sweetness, and the warmth of chilies. I mostly taste the chilies in the smoke. It includes Rocky Mountain water. Oh, nice. Very good. Nice. That's like, isn't Coors supposed to have Rocky Mountain water? I think so, which is a, a definite upgrade from Flint water. So let's, Oh, Jesus. Yes. You know, I've noticed that our water has had like a weird orange tint when I cook pasta, you know, and yeah. Well, the, the thing in Flint is just the most popular water crisis yeah it is all over that shit's happening everywhere like, it really it really purifier. is fire oh jeez, i don't know anyway yeah. anyway anyway so just a uh i'm going to do a brief soapbox before we get into our oh, topic i was unaware of this yes um so apparently uh we lost a loyal listener oh yeah. so i just want to 
basically address that, the reason why. Um, she did not like some of my verbiage regarding, I guess, the... I, from what I understand, it was... Um, and I, I honestly don't remember the exact context, because like I said, once we record, I kind of forget everything we say, um, because we've done it so much. This is episode 103, so... Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe it... Uh, She's had, well, I, I shouldn't use the term she, I believe she identifies as she, but anyway, um, the, the issue was sort of longstanding that there were, there was humor that they didn't find particularly humorous of mm-hmm. yours. Um, that's never happened before. Yeah, I know. Cause everybody just loves everything <laughs> you ever say, like any other human being. Right. Um, but, uh, when we were discussing pregnancy and childbirth, and HIV. Remember, because mm-hmm. yes. I, I kind of didn't bring it up the first episode when I was talking Not about transmission. Not really. We brought so it up a little to, bit. Yeah, I yeah. wanted to kind of cover it and talk more about um, the mechanism. And uh, there, there is so much I missed in the AIDS and HIV uh, or HIV and AIDS episodes just because it's such a gigantic topic. Um, so I, I know uh, some people have definitely brought up some excellent points of things I missed. If if I did miss something that you want to bring up and discuss. Absolutely bring it to Twitter or the um, discussion group because I definitely want to talk about anything that's important to anyone. But anyway, um, in that episode, in that context, I was very specifically trying not to use the term pregnant woman. I I was saying the person who is pregnant, whatever, whatever. The reason being trying to take the gender out of it because there are trans people um, who also can be pregnant. And it would be incorrect to call them women because that is not their identity. They, they identify as male. So therefore, in that context, a, a trans man could have a baby, you know, if should that be something that they choose. So that and I, I do not remember at all anything you said. I listened to the third episode, um, the third HIV episode. I don't remember exactly what I, but I, I remember thinking, oh, I think that's what pissed her off. Like, I remember oh, thinking. Oh, you, you kind of yes. heard something. I was like, like, oh. I was like, that might have been it. Okay. But just to say this, <clears throat> where I was coming from, where I'm coming from on the LGBTQ stuff, and we had a discussion about it that night. Yes, we did. It was a good discussion. I did not understand. I was admittedly ignorant to certain things like the whole gender thing and why people are doing that and that or, kind of thing. Or gender versus sex right. versus sexuality, all right. in different topics, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm still not 100% on sure. board with all this stuff, but at least I have an understanding where that is coming from. But but all of that is to say this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know me. Of course. Plenty of people know me. Uh-huh. They know I'm never coming from a place of malice or no. trying to intentionally hurt no. somebody's feelings. Because no. that, that is not something I've ever done in my life. No. That's not something I would ever do. And I wouldn't marry someone who was like that. Right. So Where I thought this whole thing was coming from, I uh-huh. was looking at as a form of language policing. Right. Which, yes. Yes. Which uh-huh. I cannot fucking stand. I know. That's a sore spot for you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the, the main reason I can't stand it today is when I was growing up. Yeah. That's what conservatives did. Mm, mm-hmm. It's completely flipped on its head. Can you give an example of that? I was, I was struggling for that because I guess I grew here's up a little probably, later than you. Here's probably the main thing. Uh-huh. Um, conservatives hated MTV. 
Like they, okay. every conservative you ever heard was like MTV is poisoning our like children's the minds. Music sort of that thing. kind of bull. And that that was the other thing thing too. Rock music. Rock music has always been a that's true. And rap music when yeah, that hit very, the scene. Very against yeah. So, and do you remember that uh, a couple of months ago? Um, there was this guy on Twitter. I think it was Ann Coulter or somebody who was coming out okay. with a new book. Okay. Yeah. And he was like, "It's all she's good for is making herself money through <laughs> pretty <Dremel>. much." Yes. <laughs> and this guy was like, "Like, yeah, I can't wait to buy it, like, so I can burn it." Oh yeah. And that I was, was like, and I was like, "What?" I clicked on his profile. What's uh-huh. the first thing I see? What was proud liberal? Yeah, that and that's I, pretty. So I said I to the guy. That, yeah. So I said to the guy that via Twitter. Obviously, I didn't say mm-hmm. it to his face. I was like, "It's that kind of shit." That gives the left a bad name. Yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. whatever bullshit is in her book, and mm-hmm. it's probably all bullshit, you, you're almost just proving her point right there. I'm right. Like, you don't burn books. No. That is the ultimate form of censorship. I don't give a fuck if it's Mein Kampf. You right. Don't, mm-hmm. You don't burn books. Right. And the guy didn't even understand... What was so offensive about... Right. And, well, I wasn't book. offended. I was just like, hey... Well, I, like, I would find it offensive. I was just like, hey, this is why I don't call myself... A liberal anymore because of fucking people. people like you, mm-hmm. you know. So, so, so MTV, like, rock, do, do you feel music. like censorship? Is that what you're coming from? Yes. As far as language policing, yes. quote unquote. Okay, yes. I gotcha. I gotcha. I guess I was thinking of it a little differently as language policing. Although I guess it is kind of. I, I can see the. I can see the um, similarities. It's about. Um, it is a form of quote censorship, right. I suppose you you could imagine. Um, like the thing that's taking place on like on college campuses, like you can't say certain words. Like you can't say it. it's like if you don't want to be part of a discussion. Mm-hmm. Like these idiots, like uh, Charlie Kirk and Ben Shapiro, who are trying to go to college campuses. Campuses. Oh, mm. If you don't like what they're saying, then don't attend. Then just fucking don't listen to it. Yeah, because no. because, because I'm telling you, it's all fucking nonsense anyway. Right. Well, like, I I get that, and and that that okay, that's a whole other story. I don't right. want to conflate one sure. thing with another. Um, but I I do think that that was good to express that you the reason it was kind of upsetting to you is because it felt very much like language policing. Yeah. Or or almost a form of censorship per se. Um, or insisting that you speak a certain way or otherwise you were somehow um, a horrible person or something. Right. Yeah. Um, it's the, the thing that is really important to remember, in my opinion, is that language evolves um, and our, especially our language around people evolves oh, greatly, course. right? Yeah. Um, because we know that there have been terms in the past to call um, women, the LGBTQ plus community, people of color, etc., mm-hmm. that were acceptable at one point oh, that yeah. are now considered horrible slurs, right? right? So we can see where, and, and the people who were originally saying them were just like, what? That's just what they're called. Right. Like, oh, like I'm just calling it. So, but you can see how that, so, so language has always evolved, especially surrounding people. We're going through a period of time the past few years and, and currently where very specifically the LGBTQ plus community is, is having a large amount of language being included in, in the lexicon, right? 
It's called inclusive language. Sure. It's meant to, as much as possible, not exclude anyone from the conversation, right? Now, an example would be when I was saying in the HIV episode, a pregnant person, Mm -hmm. I was very specifically making that deliberate choice because I wanted to be inclusive in my language. Sure. I would... If there was a trans man listening, or or anyone, it doesn't even ha- wouldn't even have to be someone who identifies that way or is is a, a trans person. Just to open up our minds and our language to the idea that things aren't always just this or that. Right. Right. So so and, there's and, and trust me, like if if you're gay or if you're trans. I don't fucking care. Like I really don't. Yeah. Like if and if if that's what I, makes if that's no, what no. makes you happy. I mean, and I go know, for it. I know that that you're not. Oh, kitty's in the litter box. Sorry if you guys hear scratching. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> now that's a classy podcast. We I got think right I think here. I think kitty in, in a certain sense is being like, okay, guys, move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Um, but I commend you for being willing to listen and talk right. about it. And there have been plenty of times where I have, because remember, we're kind of, at this point, we are coming at this podcast from it's just have us having a conversation. Right, even like though we've now officially charted on the comedy We charts, have, yes. We are number 1,377. <laughs> so, um, but I mean, I'll be, I'll re-listen to an episode of something like, and I'll be like, oh, I didn't mean to say that. I meant yeah. to say this or something, you know, and that's just. When you talk for literally now hundreds of hours, yeah. you say, you say things you don't mean yeah. or, or in a way you don't mean, or in a, that could be. Come across as, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so but I appreciate you bringing that up. Yes. So again, I, I, I hope she comes back. Um, and that, you know, it, it. It hurts my feelings to think that I could hurt somebody else's. So that's where I'm coming yeah, from. Yeah. So that's that's good. That's it. That's a good. Hmm, that's sweet. Oh, thank you. Oh, kitty's out of the litter box. Finally, we can start after about 20 minutes in there. <laughs> and speaking yeah. of almost 20, we're almost 20 minutes into this, and yes. we have not even gotten to the topic yet. So let's <laughs> finally do that. Yes, Abby, Abby. <laughs> so this is well, as you know, because you see the title. Mm-hmm. But mm. now we're going to spell it out for you. That's right. This is not a surprise to either of us. No. So, yeah. This is the Shiloh Baptist Church Stampede, or, quote, too many words sounding similar lead, sounding similar leads to bad things. End quote. Yeah. End quote. So, too many words sounding similar, similar leads Le- to oh, bad Oh, leads to bad Okay. <laughs> I was reading that wrong. Sorry about that. I guess that. that's, the, that's the downside of not being able to pre-read, huh? Yes, it is. <laughs> So that's probably not the only time this is going to happen tonight. <laughs> so you're, for the record, um, any information you give about this disaster directly, aside from our commentary and our banter that some people despise us for, um, <laughs> is Abby's research and words. It correct? is. Okay. Yes, it is. Yes. Just want to make sure I have you give not, full credit. I have not rewritten anything. or okay. And I, like I said, I just skimmed through it a little bit uh, Gotcha. Earlier. So if you think it's funny and well-written, that, Thank that's you all Abby. Abby. Yes. And I'm sure it will be. Yes. So let's set the stage here. The year is 1902. Slavery has been abolished, but segregation and mistreatment of people of color is still incredibly prevalent. And will be. As it still is in 2019. But but this is even 62 years before the Civil Rights Act, if I'm getting it. Oh, yes. Yes, you are. Yep. And we're still in. uh, And we're still a time off from the Civil Rights Movement. Yes. Oh, there we go. Abby and I are on the same wavelength. So this particular bad thing takes place in the asshole of Alabama, <laughs> Birmingham. 
Abby's words, not ours. Those are remember again, <laughs> and she is a Absolutely. Alabama native, so. Well, I know she lives. She there. lives there. I'm, I'm not sure if she was born there or not. I hope nobody would move there. <laughs> well, but, considering uh, she just called Birmingham the asshole of Alabama, I'm going to guess she's a native. <laughs> yeah. So, tiny geography corner. So, Birmingham is, is Birmingham the capital of Alabama? I think it is. Or is it Mobile? No, it's not Mobile. Mobile is like a Gulf Coast. It is. It is on the Gulf Coast, I'm pretty sure. I think Birmingham is the capital. Siri never answers you when you need it. What is the capital of Alabama? Montgomery is the capital of Alabama. Oh, okay. So She helped us that one time. She often ignores me or doesn't answer things. Montgomery's got the answer. (laughs) What's that from? That is from Sweet Home Alabama. That is one of those little throwaway... Oh, the lines, That that nobody knows what the The hell he's saying. Like Mm -hmm. that sort of thing, yeah. So Birmingham is slightly north of being right in the middle of Alabama. Mm. The city was established June 1st, 1871. Really? Okay. So that's post-Civil War. Yeah. Thanks to the anticipation of the intersection of the North and South and Uh, Alabama and Chattanooga railroads. Oh, okay. There were a shit ton of mineral mineral deposits in the area, including iron ore, limestone, and coal. So it was an ideal location for iron smelting and shit like that. (laughs) Okay. Well, I don't even know what smelting is, so. Uh, Well, that's what they did at the, uh, we had a smelting plant. That's part of what Alcoa did. Aluminum. smelting? I'm not sure. That's what I was saying. I think it's like liquid dating. Liquefying? Liquefying it. I think so. Liquidating? Uh, If you're you're curious out there what smelting is, go ahead and look it up. (laughs) We're not going to ask Siri. We're not going to ask Siri that. That's too complicated for her. She'll she'll say, I found this on smelting. None of that is really relevant, but just in case you wanted a little background. Well, yes, absolutely. Yes. Fun Birmingham fact. It houses the second largest metal statue in the country, the first being the Statue of Liberty. Oh, wow. Called Vulcan. Vulcan. Vulcan is named after the Roman god of the forge. The statue was created as an exhibit for the 1904 St. Louis World's Fair. Hmm. It represents the iron and fuel industries of Alabama. Hell yeah, roll tide. Uh, I'm going to go War Eagle on that one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's that's a Auburn's. Oh, okay, yeah. Worry, no. Neither of us are. I just don't care. Ba- well, I'm not a Bama fan. <laughs> Definitely I'll tell not. You that. Again, not really relevant, but it's a fun fact. So back to the actual bad thing. So after slavery was abolished, a lot of churches were created by newly freed people of color. Because oh, even after mm-hmm. slavery was abolished, there was still a great amount of discrimination towards people of color, yep. shockingly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she has in parentheses, insert eye roll here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It was still discouraged for white people and black people to worship side by side in the same church. That's horrible. Which is absolutely fucking ridiculous. But is anyone surprised at this point? No. No, of course not. Mm-hmm. Fucking America. <laughs> That's that should be our slogan, our national slogan. Fucking America. America. Like again. Like, seriously. Well, we have, we avoided another temporarily another Middle for East today. war. Another <laughs> Middle East war. I don't know why I can't speak today. Um. This is, this, is, this is really all my... This is my first beer, too. <laughs> so these churches came to be known as black churches and would be where people of color would go to worship. Oh, <laughs> he smelled Jesse. He started hissing. There's one church in particular that is highly notable, which is the Shiloh Baptist Church, okay. located in Birmingham. At the start of the 20th century, it was the largest black church in the city of Birmingham, Sometimes the attendance would reach into the thousands. Wow. Wow. So I grew up in a church. Now, granted, it was small, um, but 
like in our heyday, we would have maybe 150 people. <laughs> so oh, this okay. is massive. It's like a mega church, like of the day. Yeah, oh yeah. You know? Yeah. I was gonna say we have one of those right around the corner. God, I hate mega churches. And fucks up traffic uh, every day of the week. Pretty um, much. So anyway, because we live in this huge city, we have lots of traffic. <laughs> but it really is annoying that Th- when that when church that church gets yeah. let out, it's just and they it, have a, a school too. Yes, so they do. They've got all during the day sorts too. of brainwashing activities going on there. Um. So anyway, unfortunately, this is where the bad thing happens. Uh, oh, at the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On September nineteenth, nineteen o two, one hundred fifteen people were killed at the church due to an unexpected human stampede. Yikes. Yeah. Oh, okay. There were about 3,000 people at Shiloh Baptist that day. Wow. Because they were gathered to hear Booker T. Washington oh, speak. Oh, Booker T. Which she's uh, mm-hmm. she's got a picture of both the church and we'll have to put these up. Um, and Booker That's T. Washington. That's a pretty big church, too. Like the physical building? Yeah. yeah. It yeah. looks two stories. Maybe it's three? It's probably not. You know, oh, those how, are the pillars like yeah. on the ground level? Maybe. Little, I'm not sure. Maybe she'll get into that. Maybe she will. It does have one of those stereotypical steeples with the mm-hmm. cross on it, yeah. which I already picked our um, episode image. Is, that's what oh, it is. is. That? Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. okay. But Booker T. Washington, is, does she go into? I think yeah, okay. she's about right, to right And now. I will not speculate who Booker T. Washington is. I may or may not be correct. <laughs> so history corner time. So Booker Good T- for the corners. Yes. Well done, Abby. So Booker T. Washington is this really awesome badass dude who was born sometime in 1856. He can also smise well. Oh, very per good. Per this picture. Um, what's her name would be proud? Tyra uh, Banks. Tyra Banks would be proud. Mm-hmm. He was born into slavery, the son of a woman named Jane in Virginia. After the emancipation, Jane moved the family to West Virginia. Probably not a good move. Well, <laughs> Where her husband- maybe what they would call a lateral move. <laughs> I guess. Where her, where her husband, Washington Ferguson, was located. Oh, well, then that's why. Oh, well, now. Our boy Booker was a smart cookie, attending Hampton Normal and Agricultural Institute, a historically black college, which mm-hmm. is now Hampton University. That's oh, what okay. I figured. And Wayland Seminary, which is now Virginia Union University. Oh, okay. Uh, which I believe is in uh, Richmond. I've that. I think I drove past that when I had to do... Anyway. Virginia Union University. Yeah. Um, Union University. <laughs> Union University. Uh, in 1881, the young Washington was named as the first leader of the new Tus- Tuskegee Institute in Alabama. Okay. So when he was 18, so when he was 25. Wow. Yeah, the uh, young Washington. Mm-hmm. He was young indeed. Founded for the higher education of blacks. He developed the college from the ground up, enlisting students in construction of buildings from classrooms to dormitories. Work at the college was considered fundamental to students' larger education. They maintained a large farm to be essentially self-supporting, rearing animals, and cultivating needed produce. He went on to be an educator, author, even advisor to presidents, I did know this, of the U.S. between 1890 and 1915. Wow. He was the dominant leader in the African-American community. People wanted to listen to him to know what he had to say because he was fucking brilliant. Hmm. He's an interesting dude, but you can read about him on your own time. I have a disaster to talk about here. <laughs> that, that was well written. <laughs> Her snark is, it's not coming out at all. In this, uh... <laughs> it's a smart snark, though. Yes, it is. It's yes, a it smark. Is. Smark. Or a snart. I, I, like to, I like to think that uh, she learned it from me. But I have a feeling she already had it. <laughs> Probably. It's something you're sort of born with. Mm-hmm. So back to disaster. Yeehaw. <laughs> <laughs> so... 
So Booker T. Washington was coming to Shiloh Baptist to address the National Convention of Negro Baptists. Approximately 3,000 people were in attendance. Wow. That's... Speech went fine, I'm assuming, because I couldn't really find much on the address itself. Huh. Just on what happened next. Oh. oh well, what happened next probably eclipsed yeah. whatever happened prior. Yeah. Yeah. There's really two. There's really kind of two stories that indicate what happened oh. to cause the stampede. Ooh. According to some records, at the end of Washington's address, there was a disagreement that occurred between the choir leader and a delegate. <laughs> a member of the <laughs> choir. I'm sorry. I don't know why that's funny. <laughs> That was like a, an ultrasonic sound that came from my throat when I was laughing initially. So this is the only reason I, I found it funny. Um, You've been through this? Well, not specifically. It's just that I started learning music in church. So I have I spent about a solid decade plus of my life like playing in church worship bands, singing and you know, church worship bands. Did you have a Did you the, have a drummer with an electronic drum set who yes. all he wanted to do was do drum solos the whole time? Yes, and he. Oh no, not like the video. Yeah, <laughs> yes. we need to share that. That's hilarious. Um, and and apropos for this week's topic, but the the characters you will find in church. Um, and oh, es- I'm sure. Especially yeah. those in leadership, and especially those in music leadership, is a whole other ball game of individuals. <laughs> All right. Picture, of course, the choir leader, the choir director would, of course, fucking get into it with somebody who is visiting because they were a delegate of this convention. So I'm sorry. I just found that really funny. But okay. go ahead. Like Continue. I, yeah. Not funny that it caused the deaths of people. I don't know but. what a delegate is in, in relevance to a um, church. So a delegate, it, this was a convention, mm-hmm. right? It said it was a convention. Yes. So um, the Southern Baptist Convention, for example, I don't think this was, what was it, the convention? The National of? Convention of Negro Baptists. Negro Baptists. Okay. So And to be clear, we are using that term because that is the historical term. We would not, certainly not call a person of color that today, but... Um, uh, it, so a, a convention is when they decide, it's like a big board meeting, right, sure, of the church. Yeah, sure, So a delegate is a person <laughs> who's sent to the convention oh, to represent. Okay. Well, I figured it had something to yeah, do with, yeah. like, so a that, political delegate. Basically, yes. Just, um, there's so many politics in church. Oh, of course. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's stupid. There's politics in anything. There Everything. is, but should there be in church? The answer is no, because... Church should only be small family meetings per Jesus and the early church. Yeah. Says Listen to that Jesus the guy. current agnostic and <laughs> ag- atheist agnostic. But still, I have opinions. Continue. Thank you. I- I'm clearly well into my, yes, my you are. DIPA. Um, a member of the choir who witnessed the argument exclaimed, fight. Which, which sounded similar to fire. fire. Oh, no. This is similar to Washington's account of the incident where he claimed oh, that a woman... Booker T. Washington was present yes. for this. Jesus. This oh, is, pardon me, Booker. It's okay. This is similar to Washington's account of the incident where he claimed that a woman screamed after seeing a man pretend to draw a gun in response to having his toes stepped on. According to him, one of the choir members yelled, Quiet, which was again misunderstood as fire. Choir. Quiet. Choir. Qu- I don't know. Uh, probably because of the I sound. That probably sounded really ridiculous. Well, and plus, I just did, but. Um, 
how your voice carries in a church with echoes. Yeah, and yeah. this is this is a large building. Yeah. So yeah, maybe it had vaulted ceilings. Oh, I'm sure. It had, yeah, it had to have. Don't all churches? Well, no, okay. not all churches. You're, no. no. Now, see, friend, you come what? from the Episcopalian side of things. I don't come from. I was. Well, okay. I was you, present to it. You were it. present multiple times. <laughs> yes. And and you've been in Catholic churches as well. Yeah. Those are high churches. So uh, Baptists are not high church. Baptists are evangelicals. They are not the same strain of Protestantism as Episcopalians. So, because Episcopalians are Catholic, light, right? So it's the ceremony and the the building are very important. In evangelical circles, not so much, or not as much, and not in the same way. So vaulted ceilings are and stained glass windows are not a necessity in those types of churches. Oh, it's okay. a different. It's a different experience. See again, showing my ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> you are welcome to be ignorant about church. Yeah. All I can say is I'm glad we don't go. Yeah. Um, no shade to anyone who does. Yeah, if, if you find it helpful, go for it. And I, uh, if this was 10 years ago, I would have been like, uh, you know, why are you going to church? And why are you believing in God? But as you grow up, I'm like, just like they can't prove to me that there is a God, right. I can't prove to them that there's right. not one. That's why I, and, I right. um, identify as agnostic, right. because I, I agree, I think and it's if, relatively unprovable. And I have a certain amount of respect for people of faith. I don't get it, but if that's how you want to live your... If you want to live your life like Jesus, fucking go for it. Oh, like, please. Like that's, yeah. I want to live my life like Jesus. Yeah, that'd like, be great. Of the Bible. He was if we actually all, a pretty good dude. If we all did, things might not be so <laughs> fucked up. Exactly. But people do horrendous shit in the name of Jesus, yes. which is a, completely turns me off. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. So, either way, I know y'all are stepping in what I'm shitting out. <laughs> that, is <our> next, <laughs> that was our next sentence. That was really funny to hear you read that. <laughs> I, I've never heard that saying before. I it must is be that a, is that a Birmingham thing. thing? It must be. <laughs> so you have, so you have three thousand people who are now rushing mm. to escape a potential non-existent fire. Okay, so so uh, someone was maybe afraid that there was a fight going on, so someone may have yelled "fight," and that fight. I get that. That or sounds qu- like fire. Quiet. quiet. Or what if they yelled it kind of at the same time, so you're. You could hear, let's try it. You yell fire. I'm not going to. Oh, okay. No. Um, but that would have been fun. We're not in a church. It's not going to. Well, now <laughs> you just mean the words themselves. You're no fun. Okay, let's do it. All right. You, are you going to say fire or quiet? I'll say quiet. Okay. On the count of three. Mm-hmm. One, One, two, two three. three. Wait, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> Fight. I was going to say fire. And you didn't say anything. You weren't going to say it anyway. I, I wasn't. Move on. <laughs> I just forgot what I was going to say. I was about to say fire, but I remember that that wasn't what I was supposed to say. So you have 3,000 people yes. who are now rushing to escape a potential fire, which is uh, which is also a non-existent fire. Yeah. Which would be, that's Ugh. a lot of people in a small space trying to get out. I'm going to well, guess in people. This is probably prior to great fire exits. I mean, the Victoria. This is, pri- this is prior to most building code. I mean, this is yeah, 1902. This is like tri- when was the Triangle Shirtwaist? Uh, 1911, 12. Okay. Um, Somewhere around the there. The Victoria Hall Stampede, which is where the crash bars mm-hmm. were invented after, was I think maybe 1888 or something. Something like so, that. Like, there but, was, but that was in another country. Yes, that's true. It was It was still very early days of fire safety. Yeah. But remember going to... Um, 
Old Salem? Yes. Remember how narrow all the doorways are? Yes. You know, it's because there was no... First yeah. of all, people were just smaller back then. That is true. Generally shorter. Se- second of all, there was no... Uh, handicap access or anything no, like that. Nobody no, was even yeah. thinking about that. And no you know? fire safety, like no. the double doors, the crash no, bars, all that stuff. I mean, it does look like they maybe had large, it's hard to tell from the picture, it's but maybe probably, large front doors. Just for probably. crowd control sure. was still thinking, even just for the sake of expediency, right. not even for safety. And when you have a panic going on, mm-hmm. which this is what it creates, Everybody people automatically out. are just thinking, I'm gonna, I gotta get out the same way I came in. Yep. So you have 3,000 people all trying to get to the same place. Probably the front door. Yeah. yeah. Congregation members began trying to evacuate. Mm-hmm. One of the ministers urged people to quiet several times, motioning for people to be seated. But because this congre- congregation is now in a flurry of, oh my god, it's on fucking fire, yeah. panic, it was once again misheard as fire. Oh, okay, so he was like, be seated, but because he was raising his voice, people were still assuming he was, they were just not listening closely, probably. People were just in a panic, you know? Now people were truly hella scared, Mm. and were literally fleeing to the door in hopes of making it out alive. Jesus. People crawled over benches. They're called pews, but that's okay. Okay. People crawled over benches and fought their way (laughs) into the aisles. I'm just reading it as she has it. I know. I'm just pointing out that in a church, the benches are called pews. Some people fell. Some just fainted from the fright. And some of those who did were trampled and even crushed to death. Oh, no, no, no. Yikes. Yeah. According to a few sources I read, there were screams of terror from women and children. Yeah. Which added to the overall horror of the scene. Yeah, by that point, everyone's just whipped into a frenzy. Oh, yeah. It's it's become its own disaster, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some people actually made it to the front door. Okay, here we go. But building codes in terms of safety Ah. in the early 1900s of, I'm not racist, I just hate people who aren't white, Alabama, were not incredibly stringent. The entrance to the church oh. was about 15 Sorry. feet above ground level. Okay, hold on. I just have to share something. What? I know you get I know you get frustrated when I interrupt you, but I didn't hear the last couple sentences, so I'm going to need you to reread them. But that was because the kitty was like flattening himself and belly crawling like a gor- like a gorilla G E U R I L L A on <laughs> under under our under the dresser, and it was really funny. That's okay. what that little scratching sound was. Yeah, that's fantastic. I just wanted to share that with you. <laughs> can you can you go back? Uh, yes, I'll go back. I'll go back to sentences. the beginning of this. No, uh, you don't paragraph. have to go back to the. No, beginning. no, no, because I was only like into the second sentence. So let me start where. Let me okay. restart where I will restart, and let's see if okay. you can pay attention this time. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> that is really mean. <laughs> Let's see if you can pay attention. (laughs) (laughs) So, some people actually made it to the front door, but building codes in terms of safety Mm -hmm. in the early 1900s of I'm not racist, I just hate white people who aren't white. That's right. Or I'm not racist, I just hate people who aren't white. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Alabama were not incredibly stringent. Hmm. The entrance to the church was about 15 feet above ground level, and oh, okay. the stairs leading up to the oh. door were enclosed by six-foot-tall brick walls, which I think you can oh. kind of see in that picture a little bit. Yeah, that's yep, probably right there. Right there. Yep. Oh, okay, so it's not like once you're on the stairs, you're free. No, it's, you're no, still you're crammed stuck, in there. Yeah. Like the, like a sub, the subway tunnel in the yes. um, Bethnal Green. Yep. Yeah. This obviously prevented rapid evacuation. 
Once the first round of people made it to the top of the stairs, the panicked crowd inside the church that were still trapped within began to push and shove in hopes of getting out. This caused the people at the top of the stairs outside to fall down the steps, and they were subsequently buried under additional people who were also falling out of the church. This is always how it happens. Mm -hmm. People fall. It creates like a mound of people that get trampled. Oh, my God. And there's probably also... There's probably not a, a big awareness of fire safety really at all oh, at no. this time. No, no. So there's there's certainly no fire exits or anything like that going on in this. Um, that right, prob- no. Probably not a crash bar or probably oh, not no, any of no, those I things. Oh, no, I think so. And I think, at this, I, I think in this period of time, people were just probably, if a fire did happen or a suspected fire, mm-hmm. probably just didn't know what to do because they were never told. Yeah, I don't you know? have fire drills and no, stuff I like just, in school I, or whatever. I doubt it. Maybe, yeah. I mean, maybe they did, but I, I doubt it. Um, according to good old Wikipedia, huh. shout out. Yep. The pile reached a height of 10 feet. Of Holy humans. Fuck. Add to that the weight of 1,500 people still within the church. Oh, geez. Pushing against this pile of people. Oh, no. The pileup prohibited others from evacuating the church. Yep. And about 20 people at the bottom of the pile died of suffocation. Uh, Those who didn't die suffered from broken bones and other injuries. Lots of injuries, injuries, I imagine. There were two men who were in the rear of the church when the rush rush to escape began, who quickly realized, oh shit, this ain't good. Yeah. And turned in a fire alarm after escaping. Oh, okay, you had to... Call it in, or um, you had to physically go someplace. Oh, so when she said they turned it in, turned they ran. In, yeah. Okay. I'm guessing. Okay. There were okay. Well, around. she. Oh, okay. She goes not, not in 1902. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There would not be a phone not, at a black church. I didn't say that there were phones at this church. I just said there are phones. There are telephones. Absolutely. I thought the phone was like 1905. No. Was it earlier than that? I'll look it up while you continue. Okay. Well, she goes on to explain what uh, turning in a fire alarm is. Okay. So she says, from what I understand, this involved actually going to the local authorities. Okay. Being like, yo, we got a problem. Yeah. But I'm not 100% clear on that, so you may want to double check that information. So the patent for a telephone was granted in 1876. Oh, wow. I didn't realize it was that early. Graham Bell, yes. Um,. Now, as to the proliferation of them, I, I don't know. Up until the 1950s or 60s, I believe, you didn't even have a personal phone. There are party lines and Well, stuff. you rented your phone from the, from the state government. Oh. Yes. Because of the regulations? I think so. Something to do with that. That's interesting. But you know, but up until the 60s, nobody owned their own phone. Somebody in our discussion group has additional knowledge about this, and we'll discuss it. Yes. The fire department responded immediately... And several wagons arrived to scatter the crowd that had gathered in front of the church. Oh, that's true, because we are talking <clears throat> before cars were widely yes, used. we are. Um, well, we're talking about, again, before the availability of them. Right. Um, a police squad had also arrived and helped aid the firemen in releasing the victims from their positions in the entrance, then worked to vacate the church. The dead bodies outside were quickly removed, and the people inside finally poured out of the church. Several of these people lost their footing in their haste and rolled all the way down the steps. Ow! Suffering Bruce. broken bones and yeah. internal injuries. Well, which yeah, internal I guess. injuries are not good. No. Internal bleeding and yeah. stuff that can be very dangerous. So, immediately after the bad thing. Well, aftermath, yes. 
The church had been practically cleared out after an hour. Okay. Down the aisles and alongside pews. Oh, there we go. There were dead bodies of men and women, along with many injured people alongside them. Mm. Authorities and volunteers quickly started to work to remove the bodies. Oh, wow. Can you imagine, like, no. pulling bodies out of a, a church? fucking church. Oh, God. Um, Talk about depressing. Well, I mean, uh, they had to do that in Charleston, South Carolina just a couple years ago, remember? Yeah, I do. Um, and then that guy went to go get McDonald's after. So, but he's he's gotten away, right? I'm he not sure. If, he was definitely he? sent. He okay. was found guilty, I think. Sure. Well, I think he admitted to it. Okay. Dylan Roof, that's who that was. I think so, yeah. uh, not worth even mentioning who yeah. he was, no. but yeah, because because people do that shit for attention, yeah. and it's really but fucked just up. Just remember, if you're white and you slaughter nine people in a church, you can still get McDonald's afterwards. The cops <laughs> will take you. Oh, jeez. But if you uh, accidentally walk out of the store with a 99-cent Barbie, Barbie they will threaten to, uh, quote-unquote, put a cap in your ass. Your or head. put a cap in your fucking head. Yeah. Whatever. So. Yeah, that was infuriating. That was absolutely infuriating. Blue lives matter, people. <sighs> so the church is located on the edge of the South Highlands, which was at the time a very fashionable residential section of Birmingham. Okay. Well, and you got to remember too. I mean, if this city was incorporated in eighteen seventy six, so this is seventy one. So this is a f- very young city still. Yeah, um, less than thirty years. Yeah, there were several. Just about 30 years. There were several doctors and medical professional professionals. Mm-hmm. I cannot speak. Who lived nearby, and as they were alerted to the event, they began to arrive at the scene in order to aid the injured. Mm. Unfortunately, of the injured still within the church, 15 of those brought out died before they could be moved from the ground. Okay. Understandable. Mm-hmm. Most of the dead were women, and the physicians agreed that in many cases they fainted and died from suffocation. Wow. Little to no That's blood awful. was seen on any of the victims, indicated they were either crushed internal. or suffocated mm-hmm. to death. Yes. All internal stuff. I mean, I'm wow. sure their bodies were very bruised, bruised up. up. And, yeah, for sure. Ugh. That's plus, like... Women's cl- a women's clothing was incredibly unpract- impractical back then. Yeah. It would be much harder. I mean, everybody's clothing was, but it would be much harder to run. Um, oh yeah, I when, guess I never thought, but mm-hmm. yeah, you're absolutely women right. Women are, are um, generally speaking, typically smaller than men. So if a man was rushing out, it'd be easier to for the man to crush a woman than for a woman to crush a man, especially back then. Yeah. So. And um, we're talking, uh, what date was this? 1902. What date? Oh, date? Yeah, like day of uh, the year. Because I think it was... I don't think she said. Yeah, I think she did. September, September 19th. 19th. Okay, September okay. can still be really hot in the South. Oh, especially in Alabama. Yeah. Shit, it's, so, still, it's still hot here in September. Right, so it is very possible that one of the reasons women fainted, being really anxious in a... Oh, like they didn't have no, air conditioning. No, fuck no. It was it was hugely filled because there was three thousand people in this building. That could have been. Yeah, amazing. all you had was like a piece of paper, a fan, or like yeah. a little, one of those little fan things. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm so glad I was born in 1977. I, I'm glad I was born in 1984. Although after playing Red Dead Redemption two for as much as I have, mm-hmm. I also kind of wish I was a cowboy in the early 1900s. Well, I hope you enjoy your time travel because I would not join you for that. That's fine. Okay, I would come back. To the present day. Okay. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> well, have fun. Whoever works on that time machine. <laughs> Doc Brown. 
After the disaster. No, that wasn't his name. Yeah, it was. Doc Brown? Doc Brown. Emmett. Back to the Emmett Brown. Dr. Emmett Brown. Yeah. But yeah, Doc oh, Brown. Oh, I got his name right. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Katie. Hey, Bobby. So after the disaster, Booker T. Washington was quoted as saying, I had just finished delivering my lecture on industry, and the singing oh, had yeah. commenced when some women back of me was heard to scream. Okay, so somebody screamed. He, that's his recollection. A member of the choir yelled, quiet, which the gallery oh. understood to be fire. Hmm. This was repeated and started the stampede. Oh. I found on investigation that a Birmingham man had stepped on the toes of a delegate from Baltimore named Bellu. Bellu resented it and made a motion of, as if to draw a gun. Oh. This caused the woman to scream. Oh, okay. So that's, yeah. So, uh... Somebody accidentally stepped on this guy, literally stepped on this guy's toes. Yeah, we had brought that up before. Right. Yeah. I guess I'm just now sort of putting it together. I know that's a shock that I'm just now putting it together. Um, so maybe he made some motion like lifting his arm from his leg, and that kind of looked like drawing a gun. Freaked a lady out. She screamed. Mm -hmm. Somebody was like, hey, fucking quiet. People thought it was fire. Someone else was like, oh, shit, Fire. And then that set off everything. This is horrific that this happened for no reason. Yeah, I mean, really, it happened because of a misunderstanding. Because of, um, oh, Jesus, yeah. That's, uh, that's, that yeah. sucks. Yeah, it really does. Local relief efforts were led by a banker by the name of William R. Pettiford. 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 According to an old archive news article I found, I think oh, she's yes. got that. I'll yes. read that. I'll read the whole thing okay. after we're done. Um, a number of the victims were without sufficient means to bury their dead. Yeah. Oh, poor people, basically. Like, yeah. Does that with is that what without sufficient means? That's means? what I'm guessing. Yeah. Like I financial mean, gotta, means. Yeah. You know, these, these are black people in fucking Alabama in 1902. Probably none of them have fucking much. I mean, we are we have we already know housing discrimination towards black people oh. went on well into the 1970s. Do you think these people are owning houses then? Well, like, certainly fuck not. No. Probably not. Maybe oh, maybe one person did. But don't don't worry, haven't you heard that systemic racism is no longer a thing? Oh, that's right. I forgot oh, about that. Yes, it's we're fine now, don't yeah. worry. Sash sarcasm. <laughs> so the relief committee was comprised of four prominent members of the African American community, including Dr. W.R. Pettiford as chairman. They organized disbursements of the funds that had been raised by raised both by Birmingham News and white churches. Okay. Well, that's good. They sh yeah. fucking should. They should also not fucking segregate churches, but... Yeah. <laughs> I guess small favors. According to the article, the donations from white citizens amounted to about 700 bucks. Hey, I'll take okay. it. Okay. I don't know what I'm, that is. Did Abby not know to look up today's dollars? Well, which would be about 20000 <laughs> $800.42 today. Abby, you you know me. <laughs> that deserves an applause. That was brilliant. Well done. The funds, That's my girl. The funds were used to bury the dead that hadn't yet been buried. That's Unf good. Unfortunately, I, meaning Abby, mm -hmm. couldn't find any information on whether the stampede actively helped change any building code slash regulation mm. standards. I just don't know for sure. I would imagine it would, but also that's 1902 Alabama we're talking about. Right. And considering our track record already in 2019, not holding my breath on that, nor should you be. Yeah. Um, now, building codes, because we've done several 
This is, this? This oh, is the map this is where, where Birmingham is. Yeah, I see. So the capital, Montgomery, Montgomery. is more um, south central, slightly east. Oh, there's look at what's there's Selma. Selma. Uh huh. Um, and then Birmingham is like up I sixty five. That's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Cutting across fifty nine, it meets up fifty nine, the junction of four fifty nine and twenty. So that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, so it's where three different interstates meet up. Well, a lot of yeah. major cities are Most where of a bunch are. of interstates that's true. are. Yeah. Um, now, as far as the questioning on the building codes, that didn't really start until um, it didn't start gaining real traction uh-huh. until, until the Triangle, triangle Shirtwaist. Shirt that was a bit in America. Yes, specifically. Yes. I think I think you're right about that. Yeah, this was still so. Plus, I would guess this probably didn't do much to advance. Plus, that. we're talking about. I mean, 115 people dying is horrific, especially and plus for the way they no died reason. and because of nothing. Yes, that is that's awful. Um, but especially because this was the, the 115 victims were presumably people of color in the Deep South in 1902. One can draw one's own conclusions on why the vast majority of citizens of America may not consider that to be worth taking action on. I am not saying that is correct. In fact, it is horrific and terrible. But um, here is the the. So as for the as article. per the article, death list unknown. Mm-hmm. That's the title of this little uh, article. Funds being subscribed to Bury Dead, Dead from Negro, Negro Panic. Oh, God, that's a terrible term. Now, in 1902, that would have been a fantastic name for a metal band, but metal did not exist in 1902. A Negro Panic? If it was the metal band by all black <laughs> okay. people, yeah. Okay, yeah. You know, like wide, enough, like, guess, like yeah. widespread panic? Yeah. But nobody knew that... Widespread panic isn't metal, though. No, they are not. They suck. <laughs> Um, oh, no. Sorry, sorry to any widespread panic listeners out it's there. It's okay. You said sorry, so sorry. it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but no, in 1902, nobody knew how awesome metal music would be 80 years from then, 70 years from then. <laughs> yeah. So this was so Birmingham, Birmingham, Alabama, September 22. That's thir- three days. Three days after yeah. the incident. There are but few new developments in the panic of Friday night at the Shiloh Baptist Church. Colored. Oh, isn't that weird that they? Oh, had okay. To, I see where he's. They yeah, didn't they have say to designate white, it. Yeah. so they had to say, "Wow." Where over a hundred Negroes were killed. It seems almost impossible to ascertain accurately just how many deaths have occurred. The number now seems not to be less than 104, and may yet reach 106. And as we know now, it was 115. 115. A conflict arises from the fact that a number of bodies were removed from one undertaking shop to another, and oh. some of them were taken to as many as three undertaking establishments. At different times, and in more than one case, a corpse was mistaken for another person than the correct one. I'm sure that, yeah, I'm sure that happened. That, that isn't entirely uncommon in no. high casualty Mm-mm. situations. It's not uncommon today. Yeah. I mean, really, unless well, somebody's in, got their ID on in them. In high casualty situations, yeah. especially. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no additional deaths are reported. Efforts now are being directed chiefly at relief measures. The relatives of a number of the victims were without sufficient means to bury their dead, mm-hmm. and a relief committee of four prominent colored citizens, with Dr. W.R. Pettiford, president of a local Negro bank, as chairman, was organized to disperse relief of the funds which had been raised by the Birmingham News and the white churches. 
Donations almost entirely from the white citizens amount to about $700 so far, and this fund is being used to bury such dead as have not been buried from lack of means. Now, um, to be fair, that is most likely a white paper saying, oh, this is mostly from white churches. So, (laughs) it could have been all sorts of people donating. Well, I'm, let's, uh, I can't really, I can't necessarily see uh, an outpouring of emotion from white Alabamians, Alabamians, Alabamians in 1902, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but I suppose it's possible. I mean, there were people, there are white people all over history that were not for slavery, not for the mistreatment of black people. Unfortunately, they were greatly outnumbered by people who did yeah. see segregation and slavery as something that was necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this has been, oh, that was the Shiloh Baptist church stampede or too many words sounding similar leads to bad things. Thank you, Abby. That yes, was thank very, you very much. well done. Very well done. And it thank had you. your, uh, snark. Your personality. All over it. <laughs> it had your personality. That was fantastic. But I enjoy snark. You know that. Yes. She knows that. So this has been another episode of All Bad Things. I'm Rachel. I'm David. And we'll see you next week.